I'm not a witch. I'm nothing you've heard. I'm you. None of us are perfect, but none of us can be happy with what we see all around us. Politicians who think spending, trading favors, and backroom deals are the ways to stay in office. I'll go to Washington and do what you'd do. I'm Christine O'Donnell, and I approve this message. I'm you. That was Delaware Republican Senate candidate Christine O'Donnell speaking directly into the camera in an ad for her 2010 campaign against Democrat Chris Coons. Turns out that Chris Coons, who won the race, wasn't a witch either. Hearing that clip makes you think this is another podcast about Senate, House, and Governor campaigns, right? A promotion for C-SPAN's coverage of Campaign 2022, right? Well, actually, not exactly. Sure, we still want you to watch C-SPAN's coverage of the midterm elections, but since Christine O'Donnell said she's not a witch, which came up in the 2010 campaign because of comments she once made, we're headed in a different direction for this episode of C-SPAN's The Weekly. We're headed straight into the heart of darkness, Halloween. Brace yourself. It's getting spooky here in the podcast studios of C-SPAN Radio in beautiful downtown Capitol Hill. Candy, costumes, and a cacophony of cringeworthy candidate rhetoric, scary and strained and so often silly simply because it's Halloween. So, brave listener, keep listening at your own peril. Because, and beware, the language in this podcast is spooktacular. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. They actually believe another $2 trillion in tax cuts for people making over a million dollars a year will somehow stimulate the economy. Ladies and gentlemen, we've seen that movie before, and we know how it ends. And on Halloween, it's a horror movie how it ends. Joe Biden, October 31st, 2012, Ocala, Florida, campaigning for re-election as vice president. One of many Halloween references on the presidential and vice presidential campaign trail over the years. Let's go back further. 1988, Democratic presidential nominee Michael Dukakis campaigning in California. It's October 31st. And you're going to see ads about crime again. It's trick-or-treat time, isn't it? Bob Dole made good use of Halloween as a metaphor when he ran in 1996 against President Bill Clinton. Let's play three examples from the Republican Senate leader. The first, four days before Halloween, October 27, 1996, in California. I don't see any senior citizen here, but if you know one. Well, there is one. I found one. All right. There's always one in the crowd this size besides me. So, remember what Bill Clinton's doing now. He's out there trying to frighten everybody. It's not even Halloween. we got to wait a couple weeks for that. Next, four days later, in Florida, on Halloween itself. It's good to be in Tampa. And of course, today is Halloween. All the kids are dressing up, doing scary things. That's the way it is in the White House every day. And, for good measure, the day after Halloween, 
completing the Bob Dole Halloween trifecta. As the governor said, this is our weekly visit to Ohio. I'm glad to be back in Columbus. I haven't been here for a week. <laughs> Yesterday was Halloween. It's the day the kids all dress up and do scary things. It's sort of the way the White House is every day. The Clinton White House. Now, October 30th, 2007, a debate during the Democratic presidential primary. Moderator Brian Williams asks Barack Obama the Halloween costume question. Senator Obama, we started with you. Let's take a stab at this one. Tomorrow, of course, is Halloween. You will go as what? Well, uh, we haven't decided on the costume yet. I know my nine-year-old is going as a mad professor. And uh, my six-year-old's going as a witch. I will be accompanying them. Uh, I am thinking uh, about wearing a Mitt Romney mask, which I think (laughs) will really... uh, But it has two sides to it. It goes in both directions uh, at once. Of course, the Republican nominee in 2008 wasn't Mitt Romney. It was John McCain. During a campaign speech in Springfield, Virginia, McCain worked in Halloween. Now, now let me... Let me mention to you something that you've seen every four years. Every four years, the Democrats roll out these ads, try to scare seniors over Social Security and Medicare, try the old, last night was Halloween, they were rolling it out. No Halloween metaphors from Donald Trump when he ran for president in 2016. But on October 31st, 2019, the U.S. House passed a resolution laying out the rules in the first impeachment inquiry of President Trump. The timing was noted by House Republican Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. That we believed the speaker when she said about cooperation. We believed her when she said if you trusted them with the majority, they would be different. I guess it's only fitting you take this vote on Halloween. The Trump impeachment timing also was noticed days earlier by Pete Olson, Republican congressman from Texas. Madam Speaker, Halloween is nine days away. It's a holiday that happens in the dark. It's about fear, deceit, and witch hunts. Anything to hide who you truly are. Back home, Texans are stunned. How can the majority party in the House use a kid's holiday, Halloween, as a model for the most dramatic action Congress can take? Impeaching a sitting president. The ghouls and goblins of the House majority are now the Halloween party. They make up this process as they go along. Since we're citing members of Congress, let's hear some Halloween mentions from the haunted House, or U.S. House, of Representatives. Representative Pat Roberts, Republican of Kansas, October 31st, 1991, with a brutal aspect of Halloween lore we had forgotten. And Halloween is here. And it is Halloween. And the Democrat treat is that the Kennedy Amendment expanding this authority is back, made in order. The trick, the razor blade in the apple for the small small community bank, is that that relief for small banks has disappeared. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. 
On October 26, 2017, Representative Sheila Jackson Lee, Democrat of Texas, combined Halloween with a few other seasonal holidays. The American people will look forward to a Thanksgiving and a Christmas of which families come together, but they'll also see a Halloween. Today on the floor of the House, the Republicans vote for the worst Halloween of hobgoblins and ghosts and monsters that you can ever imagine. Monsters scare children. And so today we'll be voting on that monster that will scare children. In 1998, Representative Chuck Schumer, Democrat of New York, ran for Senate. At a November 2nd, 1998 rally in Albany, he brought up his kids and Halloween. And finally, uh, one of my two daughters, uh, Jessica, who is now 14 and attends the schools here. And we send our regrets of my little one, Allison, when we told her about this trip earlier this week. She said, Dad, don't you know what Saturday is? It's a kid's most important holiday, Halloween. I have to trick or treat. And so she's down there. I asked her what she was dressing up as. She said, a ghoul. I said she'd fit in with some of those new Republicans in Washington very well. Chuck Schumer won his Senate race and now is majority leader. So let's play a Halloween-themed clip from the spooky Senate, or U.S. Senate. Democratic Minority Leader Tom Daschle, March 15, 1995, demonstrating it doesn't have to be Halloween to talk Halloween. There are 31 days left uh, between now and the time the Republicans are required by law to produce a budget. We had hoped that uh, it would come with the Easter Bunny. It looks like it's more and more likely to come with the ghosts and goblins of the fall, where we'll see tricks for uh, the working people and treats for the wealthy. And that's wrong. Finally, we heard earlier Senator Barack Obama get asked in a presidential primary debate what he would dress up as for Halloween. Because Halloween falls around the time of many candidate debates, it comes up a lot. Let's play two clips from Alaska. The first, October 23, 2002, the Alaska governor debate. Republican Senator Frank Murkowski is running for the seat. Here's his opponent, Democratic Lieutenant Governor Fran Ulmer, getting the costume question. You, you want to go dressed as your opponent. What does your costume look like, Fran Ulmer? Well, I mean this in a funny way and not a derogatory <laughs> way, but just because of the name, I have to say it, Frankenstein. <laughs> I'm sure he didn't take it in a, in a it negative was a way. Funny, it was just a funny. If that was a funny, the October 30th, 2008 Alaska House debate went in a darker Halloween direction. The candidates, Republican Representative Don Young running for re-election, his challenger, Democratic State Representative Ethan Berkowitz, and here's the moderator, John Tracy of Alaska Public Television. Final question, you'll have to forgive me, I have children and they're only thinking of one thing. Halloween is tomorrow. So, if your opponent knocks on your door tomorrow night, what would you like to slip into his trick-or-treat bag, Mr. Berkowitz? <laughs> well, I was going to say that I was a little prepared for this. I was hoping you might ask me what I wanted to be. And of I was course say, you were prepared. That's why I, I asked this I, I, I was going to say I was going to be Don Young's worst nightmare, but you didn't give me that chance. <laughs> um, I, I'd like to, to give Don Young an invitation to my inaugural. Mr. Young, what would you slip into Ethan Berkowitz's well, trick or treat? First, day? let me say there is no such thing as an inaugural. That shows how much he knows. <laughs> um, 
you know, I, I, Ethan would come by it and invite him in. I can't offer him a drink because I don't drink, but I'd probably offer him a cup of tea, and then I'd put some powder in it. <laughs> I didn't say what kind of powder. <laughs> and now, a bonus clip. Even the White House press secretary gets asked about Halloween. Here's an exchange on October 30th, 1997, between reporters and Clinton press secretary Mike McCurry. Will the White House be receiving trick-or-treaters? Uh, I don't know. It's pretty ghoulish around here enough as it is. Well, speaking of that, I mean, there are all sorts of stories, you know, about this place being haunted. Uh, I believe it. Sure. Why? I, I just believe it. Well, let me ask you this. Have the Clintons ever reported any contact with the, with the uh, shades, which uh, supposedly... No, they kind of... They sort of stay confined to Eleanor Roosevelt and safer territory. Any reports? Seriously, have there been any reports? Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> there are from time to time reports that the White House is haunted. From time to time, mysterious appearances of figures from history. Uh, there are tales and legends of a former White House usher, uh, now dead, who appears from time to time. There have been serious people who have serious tales to tell about these encounters. Now, I haven't heard the president or the first lady tell any of these tales, but there are people who seriously believe that there is a haunted quality, a haunting quality. And since it's Halloween, when you can get both tricks and treats, let's give you two offerings as well. A rare second bonus clip. We open with Joe Biden in Florida, October 31st, 2012, talking Halloween. Let's close from the same speech. But in this clip, Biden's not talking Halloween. He's talking hurricanes. Hurricane Sandy. Well, this morning I was uh, I was on a call for the last several days ever since uh, since Sandy hit the northeast. And I know, look, I know. For a northeastern boy to talk about hurricanes to Floridians, a little bit like bringing coals to Newcastle, but uh... that's it for this episode of C-SPAN's The Weekly. Yes, we've come to the end of the witching hour, or more precisely, the end of the witching 12 to 16 minutes. A reminder: you can do your own searches in the C-SPAN video library. Just go to cspan.org and use the search bar on top. You can search for many more references to Halloween, plus search other frightening holidays like. If you're going to be with family and talk politics, search Thanksgiving. As for Halloween, what podcast will your costume be? We hope you go dressed as a C-SPAN podcast, The Weekly. And if you get any trick-or-treaters knocking on the door, tell the kids to subscribe to and listen to the C-SPAN podcast, The Weekly. Then serve them salad. Thanks for listening and happy searching. <laughs>